Recording from the Sunshine City, St. Petersburg, Florida, overlooking beautiful Tampa Bay, this is the Sonography Lounge, sponsored by Gulf Coast Ultrasound Institute. This podcast is dedicated to medical professionals and patients around the world interested in diagnostic and interventional ultrasound. Our podcast will discuss everything ultrasound, from news, trends, career paths, new technology, and industry updates. Hosted by Lori Green and Tricia Rio of Gulf Coast Ultrasound Institute, they bring over four decades of experience in the ultrasound profession and are here to guide you through this journey. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Sonography Lounge podcast brought to you from sunny St. Pete, Florida. I'm Trisha Rio, your host for today, and I'll be co-hosting today's episode with Lori Green. Hey, everybody. And Trisha, you know, a career in ultrasound encompasses so much more than being a sonographer. There's so many opportunities such as sales, applications, consulting, education, and many other options in the sonography field for for professionals from all backgrounds. That's true. That's why we decided to put together our Career Spotlight series, which shares information from professionals who have experience working in one or more of the various career pathways. And they're going to share their personal experience of different roles in sonography and the associated benefits and challenges. So today we are featuring a career as an ultrasound sales rep, and we're thrilled to have with us in our studio, Andrew Parrish, who is an ultrasound sales representative with MindRay North America. Welcome, Andrew. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate the time. Glad you're here. So happy to have you here, Andrew. And so we'll go ahead and get started. And just uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you began a career as an ultrasound sales representative? Sure, sure. So uh, just to start, right, uh, originally from Michigan, Midwest guy, uh, born and raised, really, really enjoyed that. And then uh, felt like my career in baseball moving down to Florida. So, you know, played baseball in college and that kind of gave me a good foundation of competitiveness, hard work, a structure, right? If you're not doing all of that, you're not playing. So um, now I find myself where transitioning from competitive sports to sales is actually a really good arena for where we can use our skills we've built our whole life, right? From six when I started baseball till um, 22. So um, getting into ultrasound sales, uh, right. I was always doing sales my whole career, but I felt when I did research on what we were about to, you know, a new area of sales for me in the medical field, because I started with uh, Verathon as a bladder scanner. I was like, hey, this can be an opportunity for me to grow, to, you know, do something that can really affect people on a day to day basis. So uh, once I started it and, I, and I'm still maturing, I'm still learning, I'm still growing within this uh, point of care ultrasound and I love that about what I do but when I started I was like oh okay let me use my sales skills let me get into point of care I didn't realize how ingrained in everyday life you can be right I I see people going to the ED they use ultrasound right a fast exam cardiac vascular access and it's just it's just very reassuring that now that I got into it eight, eight years ago, that I really touch people's lives on a day to day basis where they have a better experience, have better technology out there. So I absolutely love it. And uh, it just really 
it started on a, a thought and a dream and now it's just carried on where I just love, I'm very passionate about it and I'm passionate because I've experienced the good and bad. Right. right. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So we've all had that, you know, those experiences, those stories that kind of get us to where we're at. And, you know, the one that really pops out to me is with my daughter, right? She had a heart defect when she was born. So we had to have surgery six days old. Prior to that, she had to get a, a pick line in her femoral access. And they had an old machine. They couldn't see it. No pediatric probes. And I'm like freaking out. <laughs> and my wife's like, hey. Relax. They know what they're doing. So in the end, they missed. And, you know, just I felt like, like, wow, that that's really what I do. I can help improve patient care where they have the right equipment to do the best job possible. And I just, you know, it really reaffirmed like what I was doing. And I, I just love that I do touch people's lives because after somebody has that experience, you know, it's. Oh, what happened, right? She had a clot. And dad had a poker in the stomach twice a day, eight weeks, you know, and it's just with Lovenox. So it it really hits people hard. So yeah. when you think about it like that, that's a story that says, oh, man, you really can change people's lives. You know, right. one ultrasound sale at a time, right? That's, that's Absolutely. People don't realize that. And that's what you do. And I love that about what we can do and help, you know, the community that we live in. So it's pretty cool. That's a great story. And, you know, I think a lot of times people, when they're thinking about different career paths that they can take in the ultrasound profession, and um, they may may feel like, oh, I don't know about being in sales, or, you know, because you're outside of the clinical, you know, the clinical world where you see the patient and you deal with the patient on a day-to-day basis. But like you said, it's you're representing a, a system that you know and you tr- trust and believe in that has good quality and that's going to transition into someone, a clinician or a sonographer who utilizes that system to change, potentially completely change their treatment option based on what they see on the ultrasound exam and do it so much quicker than they would from a traditional standpoint of just looking at clinical history and maybe listening with the stethoscope or whatever. So I can see how that can be very rewarding in in an aspect of it that um, many sonographers or even non-sonographers who are thinking about getting into a career as a uh, in sales in the ultrasound market may not even think about that but when you go back home you know that what you've what you've represented and sold hopefully that um, that is going to change lives and and so that's an awesome story I really enjoyed that yeah not a problem so it's obvious that we we can tell why Mind Ray chose you because your passion, <laughs> your dedication, you got a really great personality. We've worked with you for several years now. You're always very generous with your support for our courses, which we really appreciate. But um, what made you choose Mind Ray? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's out there when you're looking at a company. You're always looking. Hey, how's the culture? And that's a big word, right? Culture. So it really comes down to people. And before mine, I was in point of care for six years. So technology, right? You want the best. You also want to provide the best out there. So, you know, I knew people that were there and um, I kind of asked more questions about, hey, why do you like Monterey, right? A few people I've worked for in the past, and I was just like, oh my gosh, the people are great. It's like, well, tell me why. Well, they're passionate about what they do, what they build, what it's for, right? It's 
you know, we build products and technology for the end user, but to keep the patient first, right? To give them the highest standards of care. All right. And that's everybody wants that. Everybody says that, but to do it and to, to have that behind you and that support, because those 3000 people that are just for R and D and just for building our machines out of the 10,000 people we have, that's all they do. They want to, you know, make the best and we reinvest 10% every year into that too. Wow. I was like, wow, we do with the revenue. I was like, that's blown great. away. So, yeah. um, the people is first and the technology, like we said, and we'll probably go into a little bit more, you know, when I saw it, a lot of people were asking for, you know, something easy, simple to use, something that gives great imaging, something that can be done very quickly, like uh, Lori yeah. said. Uh, and covers lots of modalities. Correct. Yeah. So everything from vascular to OB to emergency physicians to OR anesthesia, needle guidance, right? So um, once I got my hands on it, I was excited. I was blown away and I just uh, just felt really Really something very passionate to be, to, to go to help, uh, you know, hospital systems around my community, Orlando, Miami, to really, you know, influence and try to be a good consultant to, to help people get better at what they do. Yeah, well, they're really lucky to have you and it sounds like you feel the same way. So. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, we we love working with you, Andrew. So, Thanks, <laughs> um, you know, I know one of I've been in the ultrasound profession for a long time. We were just talking about how old I am. And um, she's wise, people, wise, <laughs> wise. wisdom. Yes, wise. That's what it is. Yeah. Lots of wisdom. Experience. I have. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things that I've really enjoyed with working in the ultrasound profession is how it changes so much throughout over the years, you know, and the technology has changed and we with changes in technology from huge refrigerator size systems. <laughs> now we're down to handheld systems and, yeah. you know, small bedside systems and so forth. And, and with equivalent image quality and capabilities as some of the higher end systems are. And so that really brings opportunities and skill sets to specialty practices that never in the past have been able to work with ultrasound. And, and so as far as I know as a sonographer, those changes in technology keep you on, you know, keep you on your toes, yeah. you know, so yeah. that you are always having to, you know, learn new things. And some people may not like that, but that makes you a better person and to help other people. But it also, from a sales perspective, I'm sure that over the years that you've, you know, with are excited to share new technology with everyone about what's the latest and the greatest and how it can benefit them. So, um, you know, how can can you just share some some of your exciting technology and advances that Mindray has had and in, integrating that into their ultrasound systems? Sure, sure. And uh, you're right. It seems like every six months there's something new in healthcare, and we're always seeing, you know, a news article or something like that. So, yeah, especially but, with COVID right now, yeah, we see right? a lot of changes. Yep. Yeah, and that's for the better, right? Oh, that's given us yeah. an experience where now people are integrating better technology to be aware and to be able to overcome difficulties like that. And this is, you know, COVID. So, um, with that being said, uh, it's really exciting as technology, you know, people in technology, but that was one of the things that, you know, I share with you guys is that I chose it for technology and from workflow to software, you know, we're just giving the best comprehensive all around solution to make it 
easier, quicker, and faster for uh, physicians to provide the best care. When I say that, I say workflow. You could talk to an ultrasound machine right now with MindRay, and it can control the system. iVocal. It's crazy. It's, awesome. it's like, well, who, th- who would have thought talking to an ultrasound? But remember, if you're in a pr- sterile procedure or somebody's in the COVID unit, right? You're not touching anything. We don't want to get anything, you know, we want everything to be sterile. So you can do that, right? They, they have quickly adjusted, right? And then we have Z tracking. Again, that's another thing that you can track the probes every time you use it, right? And when a patient, right? You don't know if anybody has COVID or not. Mm-hmm. So if you use them to scan lungs or to scan the abdomen and you find out later, this is what, you know, the probe. So let's sterilize. Let's make sure we're doing the right thing. We understand where it's coming from. So that's just the little things. And we got, I think the big word out there in healthcare is AI, right? Yeah. Artificial intelligence. <laughs> Everybody's got something that's equivalent to that. And so within the point of care world, where I work, we're really kind of concentrating on fluid management, right? And mm-hmm. resuscitation. That's a big word. We see that. You know, you got the uh, fade exam. You got the rush protocol, right? heart or pump tank pipes. So with uh, MindRay, what we've seen is we've really helped develop these tools to quickly analyze and help doctors and physicians really understand, hey, what what are, we're giving them fluids, we're giving them, you know, uh, pressors, like what's going on with their heart, right? So what you guys are talking about technology we've got one you know smart vti right that's that's telling you hey you get the long access view and then you get the five chambers can you real-time cardiac output all right so you're understanding hey are the fluids working are we being able to re able to resuscitate right that's a fun and pretty cool experience right you you're able to help doctors improve what they're doing and yeah. really see if what their medical you know drugs are giving, they're really, you know, improving the, the patient, right? Resuscitation is not easy, right? It's yeah. a guessing game sometimes when we call sepsis, right? Right. Yeah. Perfusion, you know, oxygen is not getting, so what's going on with the heart? Why is it, is it preload? Is it postload? Is it, the, you know, ventricle? So it's a, it's a really cool uh, experience to be a part of, right? And to learn more about it as well. Then we have, you know, auto IVC, right? Collapsibility of the IVC. So instead of freezing, measuring the max, stopping, looking for the minimum, freezing 10 to 20 different touch points. You're only doing it one time. You get the IVC and you press smart IVC and it's going to give you the classability index. So it's again, it's wow. going to help you understand the fluid yeah. management of the patient. Can they get more fluids? Is it, you know, greater than 50 or is it below 50? And then you can give them more. So again, it's just these tools that we can help these doctors make better decisions, better patient experience as we all understand. That's what, that's what we really want. The patient's first but we're providing these tools to help them make those better decisions. Right. And those those one click or one touch buttons helps you to get that information quicker um, so that you are actually getting to that diagnosis and decision on the management of that patient quicker. Yeah. And I would think it reduces the learning curve as well, right? Because they don't have yeah. to go and figure out how this whole pre and then, you know, how post, do I do it? Like, yeah, post, like, when do I do that? When do I measure it? When do I, yeah, how right? do I know where I'm in the cardiac cycle? It seems like it would just take that learning curve right away. So you'd it be does. able to integrate it quicker. You still have to scan, learn how to scan. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of measurements in ultrasound, right? So, you know, if you can reduce. That's right. Thanks, Andrew. You're welcome. Throw that in there. <laughs> but it is, it, it, and it's like that said, that, that technology that you integrate, right? And so 
I think the other big what elephant dinosaur in the room is COVID, right? What what have people done? And I've already said, you know, you can talk to the machine, you know, you can, you know, understand the probes you use, but we also have auto uh, beeline. So it's telling you, you know, once you scan the lung, if there are beelines and all, we'll automatically calculate that for you. So again, what they've seen is there's more beeline in COVID patients. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a, you know, they track that so you can help really understand, hey, what's going on with the patient uh, yeah. that end as well, right? You're giving them fluids. Well, if cardiac output's not improving, right? And we're looking at the IVC and they're fully, you know, they have so much fluid, right? They, it's not collapsing Distended, at all. yeah. Oh, where's it going? So let's look at the lungs. Let's make sure we're not, you know, we're, you know, it's not getting into lungs, it's wet lungs. So uh, again, it's something that we've, we've seen and it's really improving upon. Again, like you said, the providers are able to make quicker, better decisions faster so they get better care and they can move them to where they need to go. Right. And that's really impressive because as a manufacturer, uh, you have to think beyond the initial functionality of the system for traditional uses. And I think that that's one area where COVID really has opened people's eyes to see how they, especially in the point of care market, you know, we've been doing fast exams and long and, you know, rush exams and stuff for a long time. And there's those who are, uh, great at going forward and adapting those practices. And then there's those that are a little bit slower. But one thing that happened very quickly with COVID is everyone realized how valuable the use of ultrasound was to, especially in the lung world and the volume assess, uh, fluid volume assessment and so forth, how important ultrasound was to be used at the bedside. I mean, you can't get that many patients down to a CT, you know, unit or they might not even be able to be transported. So uh, we definitely have seen that the medical community has realized how valuable um, ultrasound is as a tool in diagnosing and managing patients. And they're rapidly trying to get their education so that they aren't going to be, you know, put in that position again where they don't know how to do it. They've got access to it, but they don't have to do it. But on the flip side of that, from a manufacturer standpoint, to be able to respond that quickly to uh, realizing as well the value of it and what tools are needed in order to uh, easily assess a patient without having to touch, go through a million menus or touch mm-hmm. different things or switch, mm-hmm. you know, just yeah. the things that you've been talking about that make it so much easier. And that's very impressive for a company to be able to respond that quickly and implement those, those, mm-hmm. those tools. Yeah. And I, I love that because we, we really listen to the market, really listen to the, the providers and that's something that really benefits the sales guy because we present these tools and I say tools all the time because they are, a tool belt, right? You can or can't use right. them if you want to, but you have that and you have the ability to do that. So for me, I just, I love having that ability to say, hey, I'm here to help. Let's, let's understand like what you're going through. What are your pain points? Hey, have you dealt with COVID patients? How are you assessing them? Mm-hmm. Would this be beneficial? And so it's always a, a really good talking point because you just want to understand what the physicians are doing so I can help them adjust, you know, accordingly from, you know, from triage to beds to OR, CT, ultrasound, and kind of have a better patient experience so they're not in the you know ER three, four, five hours. Right. Or, Spreading germs everywhere. Correct. <laughs> and, and, and it's those experiences, right? It's 
we've probably had them. Everybody's been to the ER and some good, 30, 40 minutes, some three, four hours. So it's, uh, it's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you've given us a lot of information, but do you have any final words of wisdom or any key recommendations you can offer to anyone considering a career in ultrasound sales? You know, um, it's, that's, it's pretty easy. Anybody that's in sales is challenging, right? Sales isn't easy. It's not for everybody, as you guys know. Um, but we'll start with the sales side and then we can go to the clinical side. From the sales side, it's awesome. You have to have a passion for people, have a passion for helping people out. And it's really fun every day going in and seeing how you can help individuals coming in with chest pain or abdominal pain, right? Maybe gallbladder stone, AE, I've had that, right? I've had to get gallbladder surgery. So when you can help somebody understand what's going on, you can help their families understand how we can take care of your, your kid, your, your grandma, grandpa. It's amazing. Like those are just things in everyday life you don't think of in sales until you're in it. You're in, in an ED and you're just like, wow, I'm, I'm helping the community. So, you know, have a passion, enjoy it, find your purpose, right? In that sales community, there's, you know, everything in sales, B2B to healthcare, to, you know, software, to building, everything like that. But if you have a passion for people and healthcare, I'm telling you what, it's, it's, it's fun. Find the right product, find that you have a passion for that product and just exploit your passion to the providers out there. But I think on another note, uh, you know, Lori, understanding the clinical aspect as you, as, as well as you, Tricia, there's a huge role for your clinical people in the sales role. I actually, you know, I work with Michael Forrester. He's my clinical app specialist. Mm -hmm. I give him all the credit in the world. You know, he's RDMS, RVT. He's um, an amazing person. He's very smart. He's the brains of the operation, right? I mean, sales guy, you go in there, I talk, right? I want to be the master of what I do, but, he, but you technologists are the masters of the ultrasound machine. So anybody that loves helping understand or helping other people understand that using ultrasound is not that hard and you can do it. You can, it will help you out. He does such a great job being able to like ask a couple questions. Hey, what do you like about your ultrasound? What, what, what do you want better the next time around? So for me, he's such an asset, such a, a quality guy, but has the knowledge of his years of experience of understanding in the, you know, sonography, radiology side of stuff, what they typically do and very detail oriented, right? Understands the details really help people. So he optimizes the machine. He optimizes what doctors like. Everybody has a different eye of the beholder, right? Of mm -hmm. what they want, grayscales, mapping, you know, brightness, stuff like that. So anybody out there that does, you know, is a sonographer, it's in radiology, OB, you know, CV, you name it. Um, you have a job out there. They're looking for very passionate, but also really technical and clinical people that have that experience. I mean, it's not a, uh, what's that, 8.30 to 5.30 job. It's a, you're working all the time. I'm, I'm pulling him every other direction. He's going to a couple other states, but it's a fun job. It's, you get to build a really good, fun relationship with your clinical app specialist, and they're just like your best friend. And you just want, you know, you really learn more about them. Like everybody here at Gulf Coast, it's really cool to know everybody. But then you work around that, right? You, people have families. People have to be balanced. So it's, it's, a, it's a really cool dynamic that you get to learn. And I get to learn more about ultrasound just by watching him 
his workflow, his quickness of the system. Like he teaches me every day. Yeah. And I need that because you have to be a master at what you do. And I want to be, obviously I'm not a technologist or sonographer, but I want to get to the point where it looks like I am and, and, I, <laughs> and, I, and I can control the system really well if I'm by myself. So he's done a great job to get me to that point where, you know, I've uh, really learned a lot and uh, just really enjoy working with Mike. So. That is awesome. And you can tell, Andrew, obviously you have a passion for what you do and knowing, you know, you're not, a, you're not a sonographer and you don't have a sonography background, but just through our conversations, and I'm sure the audience can uh, recognize this as well, that if you want to be successful in any job, but particularly if you want to be uh, successful in the job that we're talking about now as being an ultrasound sales representative, you have to not only have the passion, but you have, the will- have to have the willingness to learn. And um, a clinical specialist with a, a good clinical specialist with a great salesperson makes a great team and you do rely on one another. And I speak from experience because I was a clinical app application specialist at one time and you there is a big difference from sales rep to sales rep <laughs> yeah. let me tell you <laughs> you know who and you I are. wish I would have had you oh, thank you rep. thank you <laughs> but um and I've worked with a lot of reps so I'm not pointing out my finger at any one particular person but um but what I wanted to point out to the those people that are considering a career in the ultrasound profession as a sales rep that you certainly need to know your product and you need to know the benefits and features of that and be able to know your competitor's products and how to compare that and demonstrate how yours is the better system. But you also need to have the um, willingness to learn the clinical aspect of it because you're going to be talking with physicians and other clinicians and you have to be able to talk the talk. I mean, you can tell them all about little dot knobs and things like that that you want, but if you're not able to converse with them in a manner that they talk to other physicians, they want to know what your system is going to be able to do for them and their patients and how is it going to you know, change the way that they practice medicine for the better. And if the more you know about ultrasound, even if you're not a sonographer, then the better you're going to be able to communicate with your end users and the sales rep combined with the clinical specialist that has that clinical expertise makes such a perfect team. And when you can work in sync together like that. And so I really, um, can appreciate the fact that you've really spent a lot of time listening and watching and, mm-hmm. you know, learning, going outside the, you know, outside the box to learn what you can because you you truly are able to, you know, converse in a manner that you know what you're talking about. So <laughs> I really, really appreciate that. It's um, that's one thing that I'm proud of myself on. I see both of you amazing talents, right? You're you're helping the uh, I almost say the United States, the world with educating more, but also when you are an expert at it, you, you gain that credibility, but you also, you're able to talk, right? You're just able to understand what's going on. And, um, it's not every day that it's, it's not easy, right? But you've right. got to do that. And, uh, I'm just totally impressed by what sonographers can do and how they are able to help diagnose and get these images to help save lives. Right. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's such a, incredible world to be a part of because you can really touch people's lives every day and I always say that you always hear me say that but it's just a it's just how it is and uh, if you've you've got to have that and you've got to have that experience because if you love it like Lori said this is a job for you and just have to be that person that's able to 
you know, understand your partner, your clinical partner and your sales partner and, and enjoy life and enjoy yeah. your sales together. I'm very passionate. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, it does look like we're about out of time, which makes me sad because we love talking with you. Thank you. But we want to thank you so much for being here today and giving us a little insight on the world of ultrasound sales. Um, if any, if you want to follow or subscribe to the Sonography Lounge, you'll be constantly updated with upcoming episodes and new content that we're releasing. We've got a lot of really good things coming up. So I encourage you to follow or subscribe to our Sonography Lounge podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, everyone. And thank you, Andrew, for joining us. And we thank all of you for joining us today. And we look forward to seeing you at another podcast episode. Thanks for listening to the Sonography Lounge. Don't forget, if you like this episode, please subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram at Sonography Lounge and Twitter at Sonography LNG. If you have any questions, comments, or topic suggestions, feel free to send an email to us at sonographylounge at gmail.com. Have a great week and scan, scan, scan.